0: Out of there, y'all! Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It is January eleventh, twenty twenty-two. I'm Trey Crowder. That's Mark ag What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? uh Have you been reading about crypto land? I've I've so far stayed entirely out of the crypto waters. I don't I don't I can't I can't keep up with all the crypto <laughs> stuff that's going on.
1: So a bunch of dudes were going to form a, a create a, mint a coin, create a, a you know a, a crypto coin. And with by buying into it, what you'd be doing is crowdfunding buying a libertarian paradise island they'd all live on together,
0: ah, right? Yes. they
1: made it. They made a very silly video presentation in which I cannot describe to you accurately that you'll think I'm making it up, but it immediately devolved into like all libertarian escapades. To someone asked, "What the age of consent would be on crypto <laughs> land?" <laughs>
0: That's a tough question for libertarians. It is <laughs> age of consent uh, presents a conundrum for a libert- libertarian.
1: <laughs> it does, because how can you have a land with no laws but have one important law that everyone thinks is gross? Uh, yeah, maybe you know.
0: just the one law at least you should maybe yeah.
1: have. So they started yeah. deleting everything. I just, someone asked, "Will murder be legal there?" And they didn't have an answer to it. So <laughs>
0: yeah, well, so, it's yeah, so- like libertarians don't entirely think it completely through, or something. <laughs>
1: Do you remember that really hilarious viral video from I think, the Libertarian primary in 2012 where Gary Johnson ends up being the nominee every time? But he's not very popular among them because he's not insane. He just wants to legalize weed. <laughs> so they have this uh, big debate. And so one of the questions goes, should there be? Should you need a driver's license to drive a car? And Gary Johnson goes, well, I think to operate a motor vehicle, there should be some set of standard. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> and some guy goes, what's next? Needing a, needing government permission for toast my damn toast in the toaster.
0: It's like, <laughs> it's like they're wild yeah. libertarians, yeah. man. There's something else. I feel like the internet. Loves to. De- I feel like devolving into an argument over age of consent laws is like a time-honored uh, depths of the internet tradition. You know what I mean? <laughs> they
1: got they got no answer to the question because they might want the government out of their business, but some of them have teenage daughters. Right. So therein lies the... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's tough for them. Uh, yeah. All right. So with us as always is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. want to remind you, if you're vaccinated want to see me live, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com. Four tickets information will be in Springfield and then Chicago, Illinois, this weekend. Sure, it'll be nice and toasty there, the sunny, warm climes of Illinois, but we're going to have a good time. Hope you all come out and see us. Uh, plenty of other places after that. Wellreadcomedy.com. Okay, on the show tonight, we're going to be talking about the very latest bleeding-edge COVID treatments emerging from the American right, which involved... Taking a lot of Prozac and some other drugs I can't hardly pronounce. And uh, also, they're drinking pee now, y'all. That's right, drinking pee to On The Libs 2022. Am I right? And we got something that's fun for the whole family. Ted Cruz getting publicly humiliated by his own kind. Fauci throws down with some other GOP senators. And more. But first, the Daily Dumbass, Matt Graphic. Tonight's D.D., Elmo, for being too PC to call COVID the Wuhan flu. That's right. Here's Tucker Carlson with the latest outrage from Sesame Street. Listen to this segment
2: in which NPR's news division informs us that our long national nightmare is finally over. And thank God Sesame Street has finally hired an Asian-American puppet.
3: Watch. This year, the show welcomed a new character, Electric guitar playing G. Young, the first Asian-American Muppet in its history. I think, you know, the sort of genesis of G. Young was accelerated with the rise in, in hate crimes against Asians this year.
2: Yeah, the rise in hate crimes against Asians committed by all those Trump supporters. That spurred Sesame Street to get an Asian Muppet and it spurred NPR to celebrate it. Now, this is a big change. If you remember Sesame Street, there was Big Bird and Cookie Monster they didn't seem to have ethnicities. In fact, that was the point. There was no tribalism on Sesame Street. That's why they used animals, not people. Not anymore. According to NPR, the ethnicity of the Sesame Street Muppets is the most important thing. And not just on Sesame Street. In all entertainment and art and culture. All right. Uh,
1: so, a couple things. One, uh, it it's weird to me. You want to consider yourself a serious intellectual, like we, we've we talked about them going after Sesame street, probably five times in the past year and a half since we've been doing this show. And it's like, how do you consider yourself a serious intellectual movement when your arch rival is fucking Sesame street?
0: Right? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. They seem to get, uh, really, uh, they get their panties in a real bunch over Sesame street all the time. Sesame street r- just really digs at them. Like the owning the conservatives. That's what Sesame street's good at. it's also funny to me that like, I don't know how to put this. They're like, they're outraged at Sesame Street, you know, feeling outraged enough to do a thing. Like, it's like, like, their whole thing is like, did we really need this? You know, and it's like, do you really need to give a shit about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you care at all that there's an Asian Muppet on Ses back in my day? Muppets were blue and ate cookies and sang yeah. songs and counted to 10 and that's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like such a one-sided fight. It's like, it'd be like a, if like Tupac picking a rap beef with a rapping granny from a Pepsi commercial or some shit, it's totally like, it's imbalanced to a degree where like very few people watch Sesame street. They're mostly young children. Also, Jim Henson was a hippie. Yeah, uh, 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 public television's programming has always been like, let's be nice to each other, and let's Absolutely. be inclusive. Mr. diversity, Rogers,
0: diversity yeah. and inclusion have long since been like cornerstones of sesame street you know i mean Uh i remember i watched it when i was a kid when my boys were younger they watched it and i watched it some then uh i didn't remember that uh sesame street like i remember watching an episode with my boys and they did a boardwalk empire parody like they did (laughs) Sesame Street to do parody <laughs> sketches of like Game yeah. of Thrones and stuff like that, which All I right. had forgotten they do that. And, uh, you know, pretty rad because obviously the kids have no idea throwing us mm-hmm. a little bit of a bone there. But yes, they're again, diversity's been a huge, like, um, you know, fundamental building block of what they yeah. tried, the message they tried to impart on Sesame Street since forever. So yeah. they're, they're two
1: their two human hosts when I was a kid were Gordon and Maria and Gordon was black and Maria was Latina. And, uh, the, uh, also, uh, of course, uh, there's, there's a straight up Caucasian Muppet named Julia. I looked it up. And, uh, also of course, Grover's white. Cause he has a confidence to think he can be a superhero and doesn't even lift bro. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> What are we doing here? Like, who cares? Like, like, I mean, like 30 years ago, they've been the, the part they've been masked about wouldn't have been the fact she's Asian but she plays an electric guitar. because She's going to like get your kids to love the devil's music or some shit. So like, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I say this unironically grow the fuck up and stop watching Sesame street. You work at Fox news.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. But so Tucker Carlson, just the worst, right? Well, maybe not literally, the worst. I know you're thinking, like, how could Tucker Carlson possibly come out on the right? How could Tucker Carlson ever do anything that I enjoyed? Well, you failed to consider him having Ted Cruz on the program. You uh, called this a terror attack
2: when by no definition was it a terror attack. That's a lie. You, You told that lie on
3: purpose, and I'm wondering why you did. Well, Tucker, thank you for having me on when you aired your episode last night. I I sent you a text shortly thereafter and said, listen, I'd like to go on because uh, the way I phrased things yesterday, it it was sloppy and and it was frankly dumb. And I don't buy that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, Whoa. I don't
2: buy that. Look, I've known you a long time since before you went to the Senate. You're a Supreme Court contender. You take words as seriously as any man who's ever served in the Senate. And every word you repeated that phrase, I do not believe that you used that accidentally. I just don't. It's so, tough.
1: uh he goes on to say you were. You talked about who you were. You were on the short list of the Supreme Court, which is really funny because I, li- I was living in Texas when Cruz was a Solicitor General there, and, and his big case arguing in front of the Supreme Court was Texas had passed an anti-sex uh, toy law, and he was in front of the Supreme Court arguing there's no constitutional right to jerk off. So that's <laughs> that was Ted Cruz's big career break.
0: Uh. I mean, so to be clear, like, well, first of all, uh, this was very effective. Ted Cruz really got uh, just full on whipped into, uh, you know, Take bending the knee by this. They're just, they got uh, ripped up into a fervor over his comments. He had to go on Twitter, make a big apology, all this stuff. And so that's what's fun is watching Ted Cruz grovel. But of course, just to be entirely clear, I fully feel that what Tucker Carlson is saying here is also very stupid. Oh, in yeah. my opinion. It's good to see him like dunking on Ted Cruz, but the foundation of the argument. Of course, I ain't with. I don't, if you look at the literal definition of the word terrorist, you know, it's using like, I'm just making it up off the top of my head, but like using active violence in order to coerce a people or a government into doing what you want to see mm-hmm. done, essentially, yeah. to get your ideology reflected through using violence. I don't know how you could describe January 6th. In any other, I mean, there's a bunch of other ways, but that one certainly fits. So, just for the record,
1: yeah, they're trying to kill a bunch of politicians to stop the uh, election from being certified. It's a fairly clear definition of political violence, whichever insurrection, terrorism, whatever. I mean, I like I did I, I was reading explainer the day why it doesn't necessarily mean the, the legal definition of the way federal law is written. Um, but prosecutors are historically very creative when they want to put someone in jail. So uh, I don't necessarily buy that they're following the letter of the law. But yeah, you're right. He did uh, he, he did put out. A Twitter Twitter thread apology there was like just a gr- whole thread of just fucking groveling even though you're right he is right he has a, he should, could have just defended himself um, but the, I want to the second video of him on Tucker is even worse just watch this this fucking weasel squirm because it's really enjoyable
3: violence <laughs> against cops and you and I both agree if you commit violence against cops you should go to jail
2: yeah but you're not a terrorist you know you're not you're a guy who killed a guy what? who assaulted a would, cop
3: OK, so I've,
2: that there's a there's a there's a legal difference, as you well know, better than I do, since you were actually
3: in the running for the Supreme Court. And there's a moral difference between a so guy, t- you know, the, the, right, the reason I time. use that word is for a decade. I've used that word for people that violently assault cops. I use that word all in 2020 for the Antifa and BLM terrorists that assaulted cops and firebomb police cars. But right. I agree it was a mistake to use the word yesterday. Right because the Democrats and the corporate media have so politicized it, they're yeah. trying to paint everyone as a terrorist and it's well, a lie. Exactly. And by the way, I've spoken out vocally against your exchange you just had. They want to paint us as Nazis. Yes. Oh, that was scary. That is what they're trying to do. Right. Just-
1: the, the first part of this, what Tucker's talking about, like you're just assaulted a cop, it's not terror. The, the, the thing about t- terrorism is just like the difference between manslaughter and murder. The point is the intent of, where, of your act. Right. right. It's what, not the what? act itself
0: yeah what result are you trying to achieve with the act right like
1: if you blow if if you if you set off a pipe bomb in a dumpster because you're fucking around with your buddy it's just a teenager redneck fucking around if you set up a pipe bomb in a military recruiting station you're going to get a different (laughs) get hit with a different charge so uh these guys are all pretending to be dumber than they are which is their whole fucking job um
0: also just how like how terrified of Tucker Carlson is Ted Cruz? Do you know what I mean? Like just getting just horsewhipped by him live on the air with no shame whatsoever. Like These, his constituents can't make him do a damn thing. You know what I mean? But Tucker Carlson says jump, and he laces up his Jordans.
1: Like, I, it, it, dignity is not even the wrong word for this, but, like, we've talked about this before. Like, I think like everyone sees themselves as the protagonist of reality and, like, acts like they're going to live forever, and the most important thing in the universe is their uh, their fulfillment or advancement. Like, Ted Cruz wouldn't jump on a grenade to save his buddies because he thinks he's destined to be president, right? So I can't imagine... I don't understand why he still thinks he's going to be president after... <laughs> since everyone fucking hates him. But he mm. still thinks he has to do this, dan- this dance routine to keep his job and maybe move up. But, like, the idea that like nothing is worth no amount of debasement is worth standing up for. Like he wants to be commander in chief and he won't defend his own fucking wife. Right. These are the same people who humiliated his wife, have humiliated him repeatedly. And he right. will not be like, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, I'm coming to your studio talker. And one of us is going to the hospital. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's just like, stand up for yourself, man. Have some goddamn pride. There's gotta be a bottom to this, right?
0: Yeah. But to stand up for yourself, you need to have a spine and Ted is a noted invertebrate. Uh, <laughs> so-
1: Someone dug up a list of stuff he said about, like, if you, if you watch him backtrack solely for the last year, mm-hmm. uh, when he thought, like, because the real moment, because the, the biggest obstacle with him becoming president is Trump, right? So January 6th presided an opportunity for a clean break. January seventh, I've got this graphic uh, from MSNBC, Matt. Uh, January seventh, he called it a despicable act of terrorism. January eighth, yesterday's terrorist attack was a horrific assault on a democracy. January eighth, we saw a terrorist attack on the United States Capitol. May twenty eighth, January sixth, January terrorist attack at the Capitol was a dark moment in a nation's history. He was still on uh, calling. He's been calling a terrorist attack consistently for the past year. Now he's on TV trying to uh, b- trying to uh, bend over and put his head in his own asshole to get out of a thing he said repeatedly, just like. Have some dignity, man.
0: (laughs) I know, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what makes him just such the worst is because like in this one particular thing, He is right. Like, he is the correct one here, and Uh yet because of the way he's handling it all and just ingratiating himself to the media overlords at Fox News and just Mm -hmm. in front, you know, full view of the conservative nation and everything, he still comes out looking like just the most sniveling, greasy, uh, you know pathetic he did, uh, worm you could imagine in the halls of congress it, it's not even working because like
1: everyone's no. still like like here's a here's a clip of uh, uh trump's former whatever in the white house uh sebastian gorka uh if you have that clip matt if you show a short chunk of it i don't care i just tweeted one thing grant i'm done I am done with Ted Cruz. He always made me feel a little bit hinky. I know he's super smart. He went to Harvard. Alan Dershowitz said he's one of his brightest students. But what he did, Fucking is he the truth <laughs> when he said terrorists really grandmother. Yeah, and uh, and then Matt, like, so this in the context where like uh, was it Jim Acosta said? I made a note here. Uh, 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 anyway, see, oh, he called him. Jim Hawson carried him to reek from Game of Thrones. Anderson Cooper described him as "quote assuming the position," and then pathetic was trending on Twitter. And this is Matt Gates's attempt to defend Cruz as his friend. So let's check this out. <laughs>
4: The establishment will never love you, Ted. You know you can uh, you can you can bend over uh, at, at bended knee for them, uh, but they're they're just not going to love you. I think that was maybe an effort right. by the good senator who. We
1: <laughs> so bend over at bended knee are two different metaphors. They well, are. I it. right yeah. yeah, he worked in both of them so to It, get it get don't the matter. matter.
0: Front. Front, back, whichever one you're presenting to them, they're still, listen, they're always going to hate you. There's just not much you can do, Ted. And you're right. It's like it's him. That's him trying to, like, make him feel better or whatever. (laughs) Give him some encouragement.
1: We actually this last clip we uh, it's had the intended effect. We don't need to show it, Matt, because I'll just because it's too much context to explain the conspiracy theory. But he did what he's supposed to do, and he's fully uh, he's he's behaving like a whip dog. Uh, he spent the day at a congressional hearing about the January about January sixth interrogating the FBI about whether or not the, yeah. the, there's a guy with the Oath Keepers who was a federal informant who's cooperating. It's not clear whether they're, they're saying he was a federal informant beforehand, so he therefore helped lead the insurrection on behalf of the FBI. Uh, it's, it's from a misreading of charging documents, but they're still leaning into it. And Ted Cruz, again, was Solicitor General of Texas and went to fucking Harvard Law School or the Yale, whatever he went. He's He, he's, he understands how to read charging documents. He's being an idiot. So yeah, they beat him into submission, like just like Reek from Game of Thrones. There you go.
0: So Reek yep. ended
1: up having some dignity at some point.
0: Right. Yeah, there will be no yep. redemption for Ted Cruz. Um, yeah. All right, our next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass, all these people out here, who are focusing on Ted Cruz and terrorists and what was it was it not when it comes to January 6th instead of focusing on what really matters the size of the crowd that day that's right here's uh Donald Trump crawling out of his It was going
4: beautifully and then the election got rigged and stolen from the American people and by the way that's the reason they went in massive numbers they don't cover the numbers of people they always show the capital with a very small just a tiny percentage of the people that were there They never show helicopter pictures of that incredible crowd because it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. I've never had a crowd. I've never seen a crowd that big.
3: It was it was massive.
4: It was the real number. I won't say because it'll be a headline. Oh, he exaggerated the number. The real number (laughs) was over that sacred number. Yeah, you know what that number was, right? I do. And uh, I I don't even. I don't know if she does. Yeah. (laughs) And they don't talk about it. I don't go with it, but I'll tell you, the crowd itself was the biggest crowd I've ever, and I've spoken before the biggest crowds, the <laughs> biggest crowd I've ever spoken by far, by numerous times I think. And nobody ever shows the pictures of that. They show me speaking, but they never show who I'm speaking to, because they don't mm-hmm. want. That was anger over a rigged election that got All that right. many people to go That's to
0: so DC. I think we get
4: it.
1: I mean, yeah, so it's funny to me because on the one hand. It was all FBI and Antifa, right? But they had look how many of them there were.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so many Antifas showed there up They there to
1: support me, but try to overthrow me. But also, we didn't right. do it. But look how powerful of a force we were. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I for once i one, one one of I know what he's doing, but I want one of his supporters to diagram what they think he's saying. Right. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Now, um, what do you have any idea when when he talks about the the sacred number? In the middle there? Do you have any idea no. what that is about? No, not at all. Is that just him being ridiculous and it's absurd and doesn't make any sense? Or is that some kind of like, I don't know, a reference it's, they would understand, I guess?
1: They, he gets his news from his aides printing stuff off like obscure right-wing blogs that are QAnon adjacent. And QAnon's really into uh, like numerology and Gematria yeah. stuff. So it's possible there's some sort of sacred number that he's referencing that he read somewhere that he doesn't know. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's no, yeah. there's no I, I know of no sacred number.
0: Yeah. And the way he said it, he was like, you know, the number. And she was like, yeah, 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 I do. And I'm and I and i I'm not, I'm not convinced that she knows the number either.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm just guessing for 2069. I don't there know. You Whenever nice. you think is important. Yeah, there nice. you go. Uh, yeah. All right.
0: Our next honorable mention, uh, all of us libs for forcing these good God-fearing Christian conservatives to talk about wainers and sex and stuff apparently. Here's uh, Sarah Palin. This is Sarah Palin, Mark? Yes. She's still out there okay. doing it? I had no idea. Still out there doing it. Let's have it, Matt. Those things mm-hmm. that have to do with uh, privacy and sex, the liberals, not the conservatives, are the one who pound 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 after that. And um, I- Got that right. right. <laughs> straight Sarah Palin. Out here pounding uh, in these streets and in the sheets, am I right? Get the context for that—that's what we do. We are yeah. the sex, but we are the sex, uh, you know, side. We're the side of sex. Sure. Uh, all the context. It, for any that kind was, you want to do. It. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all fox.
1: Good. Fox News went crazy last week because uh, uh, AOC was in Miami hanging out with her boyfriend without a mask on in an outdoor restaurant. And there seems to be this, like, if you, like, when I was home, I was to people that seem to assume, like, everything is closed here in New York or whatever. But, like, you can eat outside with a mask, without a mask in L.A. and New York or every city in America, as far as I know.
0: How, but like, what, what? How are you supposed to to not? I mean, talking about specifically at a restaurant, you're there to yeah. eat food. Yeah. Literally, how are you supposed to do that with a yeah. mask on? You're supposed to just put it down and put your, you know, edamame, I assume liberals are yeah. into your yeah. mouth and then put the mask Sorry. back up. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so they went crazy and it became a meme. Like she's either a hypocrite or she fled to the free state of Florida. That was a thousand way of putting it. Uh, and she essentially just tweeted like, why are you guys so obsessed with me? Do you like basically accuse them of wanting to have sex with her? So that was the, that was the context for us. she's yelling about liberals always talking about sex when we've talked this before but the reason fox news is so obsessed with the 400th most important congressperson is purely because one she calls herself a socialist which is scary and two she's pretty look at which so but there's two ways to get the grandpas all riled up right so she's Mm -hmm. not wrong um so yeah there you go that was aoc's turn in the bucket with sailor palin talking about pound pound pound. liberals always want to don't we don't want to talk about sex but liberals always pound pound pounding away so there you go
0: Pounding and pounding. That's right. Yeah, AOC and Sesame Street, man. Nothing gets them quite as riled up as those those two, uh, that odd coupling. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So final, I believe, our, yes, our final honorable mention for uh, Daily Dumbass is Dr. Fauci's screaming pillow, the pillow he screams into at night for not being prepared for the hearing he recently had with some GOP mm-hmm. centers. I don't know how this man maintains the level of composure that he still manages to do. Uh, But let's uh, watch the the first clip here.
4: Totally incorrect. We look forward to reviewing it.
2: Senator Marshall, Dr. Fauci has answered you. It is public information, and he's happy to give it to you if you would ask. Senator Moran. What a (laughs) moran.
0: (laughs) If you guys couldn't hear that on the mic after uh, the after, you know, the dialogue has ceased on the mic, you can hear Fauci go, what a moron. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) That senator, he's from Kansas. I can't remember his name right now, but he was he was trying to ask Fauci if he would disclose his financial investments, just like senators and Congress people have to do. And he goes, I do file a financial disclosure. You can just look it up. And he goes like, well, I couldn't find it. So Fauci's trying to be like, go to the website. Right.
0: Go to the fucking website. Probably a lot of things you can't find, you yeah. dipshit. What the, don't mean yeah. they're not there.
1: <laughs> He's like, I will send it to you. Do you want me to send it to you? And it was yeah. like, it just like they, they went round and round circles and dumb shit like that all day. But yeah, because like the, the guy tried to filter it through. Well, big tech is censoring your financial disclosure. It's like... Google, you don't you don't know how to Google, so you're blaming Google. I don't know what the fucking th- it's, right. it's the whole thing is mess. Yeah, uh, the whole hearing was nuts. Fauci and Rand Paul got into it again. Um, Fa- Fauci correctly pointed out that Rand Paul it, 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 every time Rand Paul berates him in front of Congress with a bunch of lies, he gets a lot of death threats. So he has to travel person him and his family both to that personal security, and that led to this, which uh, uh, Fauci uh, owns it pretty good here. Mm-hmm
3: why would senator want to do this so go to Rand paul website and you see fire dr fauci with a little box that says contribute here you can do five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars a hundred dollars so you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain so the only thing you have politically attacked your
4: colleagues uh, and in a politically reprehensible (laughs) so
0: So the are those donations? that they just go to Rand Paul or his campaign or whatever? Yeah. Or is there some yeah. like specific pot that's like the Fire Fauci fund that he no. actually goes into? It's literally just click this button to fire Fauci, and they just write Rand Paul a check, and that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah,
1: yeah. like Fauci not perfect. But I'm not like uh, whether or not. Uh, I mean, it just really hits for me. He talks like Tweety Bird. I yeah. <laughs> uh, will never, will never not appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, the whole thing, like, like, there's lots of crazy shit happen in that hearing. Um, that same, uh, 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 people asked a bunch of bullshit. People asked him about ivermectin uh, again. We're a year, year and a half of bitch uh, talking about fucking horse dewormer. But in honor of Bama losing the title game, let's uh, let's talk about their senator Tommy Tuberville. Uh, hit this video, Matt. If you got it.
4: I just got a simple question uh, of all of you up there, and, and whoever
0: wants to answer this: If you have a problem and your coordinates, who do you go to? Who is the head coach of this virus that you have to go to? Whether it's in the administration, whether it's one of you, Dr. Fauci, who do we go to?
4: The person who's in charge of that is is Jeff Zients,
0: who is in the White House
4: at the White House, and we meet very very regularly the <laughs> entire right. medical team is.
0: who's, who's the hell oh. if you had if you had to so what kind of defense would you say the virus is running here uh dr fauci we, we got a cover yeah. two situation more of an old school 46 what are we looking at here what can we do to fill the a gap against this deep i just prefer if we could keep this hearing to just football terminology only yeah. i would appreciate that is if there I a hail mary to- Perhaps we yeah. could try on this on this. Uh, how would they, how would the virus respond to the flea flicker? Anyway, yeah. Go ahead,
1: Mark. <laughs> if the, if the listeners don't know, Tommy Tuberville became famous enough to become a U.S. senator by being a football coach in in, in the South. Uh, yeah. Auburn,
0: he, Auburn mostly. And yeah, yeah.
1: and, and really? he wasn't he uh, wasn't great, was he? Do you follow football, college football way closer than I do? He was uh, like,
0: well, you know, he hung around at Auburn for a, a while, mm-hmm. you know, but he never was all that great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's basically asking like, like if to uh, filter everything through the one thing he understands, which is, you know, brabbing college football players to go play for him. (laughs) (laughs) the idea that like, it's like, explain this. They would pick another profession. I don't know. But like, what if you were played saxophone? You're like, uh, is this more like a high C or like a (laughs) Uh, god, These people are so fucking stupid. Um, Literally, he could Google who's in charge of the White House COVID task force. Right.
0: It's like they and, just – I don't know. They have to have something to ask or something sometimes, I feel like. Like, I just – Well,
1: just they succeeded nowhere. to make it – Yeah, they succeeded to make a co- uh, Fauci the face of America's COVID response when he doesn't have any actual power. All the CDC mm-hmm. – uh, the National Institute of Health just, like, makes some recommendations. So, like, they don't have the power to, to – to. they make guidelines for what they think should happen, but nobody has the power to force you to do anything. They just fucking – there's a bunch of nerds over there being like, hey, we're – Wear an orange vest when you ride your bike at night. You know, <laughs> it's like that level right. shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: buckle your seatbelt. Well, they do have laws for that. Um, yeah, yeah. So you said they asked about ivermectin again. That got brought back up, but ivermectin's old hat, ain't it, Mark? Let's uh-huh. let's get into it. I mean, I'm sure they're still out here taking it, but they're on the bigger and dumber things now.
1: Yeah. So, to to the, the the main topic tonight, and I guess our biggest dumbass is anyone who didn't know they could cure COVID if they were flexible enough to kick their legs over their head, uh, <laughs> because the big cure is drinking pee, Trey.
0: Yeah, drink your own pee. Who knew? Do you, do, do you remember? Do you remember in Daily Dumbass? Probably. I mean, it's probably been close to six months ago now. We talked mm. about a Knoxville lady. Mm-hmm. who went on a big pee-drinking tirade at like a city council meeting or something like that. Well, dude, mm-hmm. she was ahead of her time. She was streets ahead. She's not getting yeah. the credit she deserves right now because she was out there saying it. And I don't know if we ever said this on the show, but fun fact, me and Mark did not know this when we were talking about it, but found out after the fact that that lady is, was a bridesmaid in one of our best friend's weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of our best friend's wife's best friends was the pee-drinking lady from Knoxville. So that was was yeah. Fine. yeah. <laughs> I don't think they talk anymore. They, they went uh, to Yeah, they
1: went to two different sides of the woo-woo uh, of uh the health pay drinking fence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> There's this guy who's running around. He's gone viral. He's gone viral a few times. I don't think we've ever talked about him before. His name is uh, uh, Christopher. Uh, Christopher Key. It, Christopher it sucks Key. Cause
0: one of my best friends in the world is is uh, Chris Key. I grew up with in Insulina. But this guy's Christopher, so I can separate him a little bit. But he, my Chris Key actually texted me this guy earlier and was just like, God damn it. <laughs> That's got to be rough. Yeah,
1: so this guy's gotten fairly prominent because he doesn't like the the way you get prominent right now is going viral. I guess maybe that's all across American society. But um, yeah, so here he is. Let's play this first video, Matt, of him first debuting his uh, piss drinking therapy. Oh, maybe it won't play. Uh, Of all things,
2: okay. Um, This has been around for centuries. Um, we, we've got research after research, documented, peer-reviewed, published papers on urine. We do. We have this. Okay. But they have been doing for the last nine months now, and what he has right now is all antidotal. Because again, you know, to, to put together a randomized double-blind placebo study with this is, is, is kind of tough. But I'm going to give you some stuff. You gotta know, <laughs>
4: the chlorine dioxide <laughs> was rough enough, but now, now drink urine. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, a couple things. One, he calls the evidence antidotal. A-
0: antidotal. I know. Yeah. When, when I first heard that, I was like, I was like, was that on purpose? Because like he's because it's the antidote. But then I feel like you could tell from what he says after that that he meant anecdotal.
1: Yeah. Um, he uh, also really it, it really hit for me that he said it's hard to put together a double-blind placebo study, which is understandable because you got to convince half the people to drink something that tastes like pee but won't cure COVID. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not such... signing up for the piss COVID uh, study. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. You know, some of yeah. the medical studies I can maybe get with. You know, they give you drugs and see what happens. Uh, like, you know, I think they're doing stuff with mushrooms now or whatever. You know, that could be fun. Yeah. But the but the piss COVID trials. No, I'm out on that. Who are these people in this room with him? Like, it's just, I mean, I know we've talked about these loonies for so long now, but it's Mm -hmm. wild. It still is wild to me, the people that gained enough of a following to, you know, fill a room, fill, uh, you know, up with people and then tell them to drink their own. piss, (laughs) like it's it's some wild shit going on out here, man.
1: He's famous to these people though. He became prominent. He drives around the country and he, okay. So he had a, he had a, he had a badge and a uniform made that say vaccine police. He also got his car masked to look like a police cruiser. He carries a bunch of fucking uh, automatic weapons around in his car. He also has a goddamn flamethrower tray. Yeah, he has a flamethrower. Um, he said he he talks about how he's going to burn all the vaccines. And he, he got what really got big was he would go to. He would go to Walmart, there's a the flamethrower. Uh, he would go to Walmarts and, and different different pharmacies and try to hand out like basically arrest warrants and cease and desist orders by handing out vaccines and tell people the pharmacists who worked at Walmart that they could be, there we go. He uh, he said you could be hung and executed to people that work at Walmart, which uh, my sister used to work at Walmart, and I'm here to tell you they would welcome that. <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> I did not I did not see that coming, but, but so. But then, what happens? Like he walks in here, he serves their papers, which is just like pages from a coloring book or whatever. Yeah, some random shit. He a manifesto he printed off, but he serves mm-hmm. them their papers. You're, I'm putting you under vaccine arrest or whatever. Yeah. Then what happens? He's escorted well, out, he out.
1: Well, <laughs> like, he's been arrested a few times and I want to show you his okay. mugshot because it's like, you can tell we still a crazy person's mugshot. Uh, I love him. <laughs> Dude. Look <at> this guy.
0: <laughs> I think, I feel like he kind of looks like a freshly malted Ted Cruz right there. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ted, he's like Cruz Ted Cruz, is sexy after, brother. His, yeah. Ted Cruz yeah. after he shed his previous skin and it's fresh and new and kind of shiny and greasy. And he steps out of the chamber. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that, that's kind of what this guy's got going on right here. I think
1: that's what I was going to say. It looks like Ted Cruz if his skin wasn't weirdly loose in his face. <laughs> um, so he, he's been arrested and this was, this, this, this was fun. Uh, so this was from an article about uh, his, his pretrial hearing. His court appointed is speaking to a court appointed attorney outside the courtroom. He could be heard stating, again, you can't. I'm, I'm competent. I'm not insane. So when you're telling your own lawyer you're competent, not insane, that's always
0: cool. No better I, way to establish your sanity than by screaming in a courtroom, I'm not insane. I am sane. That's that's that's. Proven to yeah. be the best way to establish. <laughs> you ever you ever been in a
1: bar and someone's argued with the bartender that they are in fact sober? Yeah, it, right. No, no sober person argues with the bartender about how sober they are. No. What you do is quietly go to another bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but this guy, he goes on to go, I am completely sane. I don't need an attorney. Um, and yeah, so this guy is—he's uh, probably going to be a United States senator pretty soon, if not on the federal uh, federal courts. Um, so speaking of drink, people drinking random toxic bullshit to cure COVID. Uh, here's a Q update. Our favorite Dal- these people have been in Dallas, camped out at Dealey Plaza since th- around Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, still there. So yeah, so currently, here's the, the latest headline: Dallas QAnon cultists are drinking toxic chemicals from a communal bowl. Family says. <laughs> So not only are they drinking bleach, which the the last guy, that key guy, was talking about drinking. like He he was joking about how you thought drinking bleach was rough. Now you're drinking your own piss, which is obviously you shouldn't be doing either of those things. Although piss is probably honestly less toxic than bleach if you do it straight out of your dick, I think. Well,
0: surely. I mean, damn. But that's pretty low bar there, Mark. (laughs) Well, at least it's not bleach, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh,
1: here's a quote here's a, from that article, uh, a woman who left her husband and children behind in Delaware to follow a fringe QAnon cult later last month. This is the woman we talked about earlier whose family cut off her credit card, trying to make her come home. Yeah. She has been drinking a chemical cocktail containing chlorine dioxide, which is bleach and industrial disinfectant, among other substances. Uh, she's very proud that she's the one mixing this and handing out, but they're drinking the COVID cure out of a bowl they all share. share
0: pass around. Yeah, <laughs> and now grab hands, do a little prayer circle, something like that. Uh, yeah. How oh, are they not just dead now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they've been like- there so long doing all this crazy shit. Now they're drinking bleach and chemicals. Like, how are they... Well, they- a lot.
1: Remember, they they did all lose their sense of taste and smell a couple weeks ago, and they thought it was a government laser beam attack. Remember that? We about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, these people are so great. Like they they the, the, they they're never gonna they, the date for when JFK Jr. is supposed to reappear is past like ten different times. They're never gonna fucking leave, like. Uh, If you were a BLM protest of four people, the cops would have chased you out of Dilly Plaza months ago. But these this couple hundred weirdos just get to live there like it's Jonestown until they finally kill themselves. Um, So (laughs) this is just keeps getting stranger and stranger. This is just from today. Um, There's a new uh, ivermectin replacement. Um,
0: Why do do you need a replacement? Is it because there's a shortage? Is that (laughs) why they say? But why do you need something different if it works so fucking good? Maybe why not just keep taking it? Pharmacists
1: have stopped giving it to them. I guess it's part okay. of the problem, and maybe p- right. pet stores are locking it up, like it's, like like drug stores do baby food, uh, baby yeah. formula. Uh, but so the new one, this new cocktail, this is pretty hilarious all around because it contains antidepressants and androgen inhibitors. Now these drugs, um, I, ne- I didn't know much about inhibitors till today, but here's the thing about um, antidepressants: the rec- they're recommending forty milligrams of uh, Prozac which exceeds the 20 milligram recommendation dose for new patients. <laughs> so um, that large of a dose of Prozac can have side effects like making you suicidal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ought not be doing that. Although, uh, to be fair, to be fair to these lunatics, the, uh, some doctors do recommend higher doses for treating stuff like bulimia. Um, but being hungry is – being <laughs>
0: Do yeah. they also? And look, I'm from the. I grew up in the rural South at the uh, height of the pill e- epidemic, so I'm aware. You can oftentimes just get a doctor to write you a script for some shit, but is yeah. that like the central conceit of these strategies when they put them out? Is just like, just you know, find a good doctor that'll give you whatever you ask for because they shouldn't be, <laughs> they shouldn't be able to just get these things just because they want them. But, you know, I know that that ain't how it works well, a lot of times, especially for I people.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Prozac works. I do know that Xanax is fairly easy to get if you only want to get it once. If you're just like, hey, I'm nervous to fly. Can I have six mm-hmm. Xanax? They will do that with no questions asked, basically. But yeah. if you go back next week and ask for six more, you're probably going to have questions. Right. right. Uh, but here's the funny thing. So, the other drug we didn't know about, um, the inhibitors, uh, here's the funny thing about this, considering it's from these group of people is they're mainly used for their use in transgender health care. These are hormone blockers. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So all these people who think that soy is turning men into females. Right. And the Alex Jones crew thinks that frogs, like like the chemicals in the water are turning frogs gay. And he's including Prozac in, the, in that, are taking right. Prozac and gender-changing hormones. Drugs,
0: voluntarily. To fight COVID. That sounds made up. It sounds like... So much shit with these people sounds... that ma- sounds like like they're being trolled by somebody with that. Like, the person who's coming out with this and telling them all this shit is just fucking with them and thinks it's hilarious or something. Because that's, yeah. that's wild, man. They, they were all on Viagra a couple of weeks ago. They thought, that, mm-hmm. they thought
1: that was a new secret COVID cure. Yeah. But, like, Vi- Viagra is made by Pfizer, who also makes the... Like, if you're against... You think big pharma's poison you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why is Viagra? Uh, no, cool? I know. Yeah, a hundred percent. That yes. I'm glad you said that because I thought about this that earlier too when I was looking through the outline. Like I thought that was their big problem with the vaccine. Or I mean, I know they've got a bunch of them, but one of the big problems with the vaccine is we don't know what's in that. Nobody knows what's in that. But you know what's in androgen inhibitors or whatever? It's like, yeah, stuff inhibits and androgen. You know, like mm-hmm. that. You don't know what's in none of this shit. Why is this shit okay, but that shit isn't? J- literally, just because the internet tells you to take this shit and the government tells you to take that other shit, and the government's like ran by people that you don't like right now, and that yeah, that's pretty well, much it. The
1: thing, I think about, the thing about about conspiracy theories is it has to be a secret you discover. It can't be somebody of that's right. official line. For so sure. anything anything that says what it does inside of the bottle you can't believe, you gotta find a secret use for another thing. Right. right. So I think that's just it. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, it's like because I mean, like I I think big pharma is evil too, but vaccines are very straightforward, simple science. It's not some like the evil comes in the back end where they won't share their patents where they're driving up the prices, right? Where like COVID tests are like Walmart, like double the price of rapid tests because they're in such high demand right now. That shit's fucking evil. The science is very straightforward. Uh, But, you know, whatever. It's where we live.
0: Whatever, dude. All right. We'll uh, start looking through some comments and stuff there, Matt. But, uh, Mark, what's this? What's the book ban or something about books? What's the book stuff Uh, you wanted to tell me about? So. uh, Book stuff.
1: Yeah, so states have been cracking out we talked a lot about um uh, school districts moving to allow parents to remove books and a few few states are trying to pass laws to let like for example if a teacher if a parent reports a teacher for teaching something they didn't want him to be teaching, the teacher could be fired and have to pay like the same the like, Texas bounty law pay like the the teacher would owe the parent $10,000 or some shit. Anyway, it's resulting in a lot of books being sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just uh, like I I'm astounded that we can find enough people willing to be teachers in this country right now you know what yeah. i mean if we start passing laws like that shit who the fuck is gonna sign up to be a teacher in this Godforsaken country when we and, institute shit like that like i just
1: these are also crazy. like that we talk a lot about class stuff we talked we, last week we talked about how like the, the january 6th insurrectionists are actually pretty well off for insurrectionists and i was thinking about that because like these are all like bourgeois, like exurban, petty tyrants to a certain degree. And I, I can't imagine they know any actual teachers. Right. Because if you talk to a teacher, their complaints and what their days are like are just trying to get through their fucking day. For sure. And teach math and shit. My and sister get teaches
0: some more erasers or whatever because they can't afford it and they don't have the money to, but they need right. them and shit like right. that. My my sister
1: teaches first grade and uh she has. She doesn't have nearly enough time to do communism. She's trying to keep them from eating the fucking underwear. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like she's not. She's too busy. <laughs> yeah. She's not trying to indoctrinate your kid, and, except to teach them to be nice to each other. Yeah. They, the closest she'll get to teach race stuff is be like, "Hey, you shouldn't be mean to somebody just because of how they look." That's that's right. the extent of it. So, uh, yeah. Um,
0: all right. Justin so, Goldberg says, like the video. Thank you, Justin. Always forget. I do like the video. Subscribe. Tell your friends all that good stuff you're supposed to do. But, Mark, I uh, interrupted you kind of. You were.
1: Oh, I was going to wrap up. So a bunch of black authors are being notified that their books are being pulled from libraries, which is coming as a shock to them because their books have nothing to do with critical race theory or any or, or racism explicitly. One woman's book got pulled for having sex in it. And she was like, but there's no sex. in it. I mean, they're teenagers in the book. So they think about sex and talk about sex, but nobody actually has any sex. So it's He's literally like, just
0: because they're written by black people is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I think it's, anything to do with CRT at all. It's just black people wrote it. So it, yeah. must, it must say that white people are evil and thus we got to get it, get that out of there. Yeah. I think that's it. They look at Who the book is jacket. allowed to be evil anymore? Just like demons. Like, you know what I mean? Monsters, yeah. vampires yeah. and stuff. Like who who's allowed to be the villain in these stories anymore? If it isn't fucking Nazis and slave owners, <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy, man. Oh
1: shit! There was a there was a video that went viral. I didn't blow it up, but like there's a state senate hearing I think in Indiana where yeah, it was, uh, it was, in was Indiana. Yeah, a guy was de- de- having a hearing talking to teachers, and he was like, "We need to be neutral when it comes to Marxism and Nazism." And, and Nazism, yeah, was like, "Yeah,
0: you got to be impartial."
1: She's like, no, well, we take a stand though. We're against Nazism, and the United yeah. States Senator was like to make to trying to make it clear they didn't misspeak. Was like, no, no, we but we should teach them what they're about, but we should be neutral about Nazism. It's like, oh yes. fuck, you
0: all know, right. I mean, hey, look, they had good uniforms, all right. Hugo Boss, yeah. Hitler was yeah. anti-smoking, I think I heard once. Like you know, you just got got. Yeah. He loved dogs, yes was an artist. Yeah, be even-handed, Mark. That's all this guy's trying to say. Yeah. And also the genocide and crimes against humanity and all that. We cover that too, but you just can't take a stance on those. You can't say, you can't just be saying that genocide is bad automatically. That's like, that's indoctrination. Can't be brainwashing yeah. kids. They yeah, might if be into start, genocide. <laughs> if,
1: if you start teaching kids that the genocide of the Jews is wrong, they might start thinking the genocide of the Native Americans was wrong. We
0: can't have that. Mm-mm. Right? No. Yeah. No, we won that one. <laughs> That's what they yeah. need to be taught. Karen Butcher from YouTube says, "Are people in other countries as gullible as Americans when it comes to COVID vaccines?" Um, I'm uh, I'm other country dumb generally. I know that they have their dipshits too because every now and then I'll see a headline or a video clip or something from some lunatic. In a different country, doing a similar type of thing, showing their ass in a pharmacy or whatever. I know they exist, but I have no idea the like prevalence of it though compared to us. Surely we're worse. But do you know anything about we, it?
1: We have lower vaccine uptake than countries that other countries that have it available. Um, I, I, I I could throw out theories why well, I think American exceptionalism leads us to think we're far more the heroes of the story than other people are. No one, nobody's running around Australia being like we're taught that we're the number one country in the world and we deserve to dominate everything. And I'm the hero of this story. And I will always be like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I don't
1: think it's quite as prevalent over there because they don't, they're not so gassed up on their own bullshit. They didn't go to the moon.
0: Yeah. They didn't, no, they didn't go they to the moon. And then it, yeah. it ain't called captain Australia, Mark. All right? That's it. Captain That's it. America for a reason. God damn it. Um, Daniel Boulan or, or Boulant, Boulant old Danny Boulant says, uh, from Facebook says, do we need to be neutral about nine eleven too? It's a very good fucking point, in my opinion, Daniel. I don't know why it would be any different, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you know they don't feel that way. But of course, yeah. I mean, no, we shouldn't. I'm, but if you're that guy, why, why would that guy say you shouldn't have to be impartial about nine eleven? What makes that different from Hitler in that guy's eyes? You know, I mean, if if you're given truth serum, Hitler's white. Mm-hmm muslims it's, yeah, and yeah, they're, they're yeah. the terrorists were mut. they're brown muslims yeah. and that's what my and the target was america instead of all those you know european jews and stuff that, that mm-hmm. you know so yes that is that is a hundred percent what makes it different to that guy but that's a good yeah. point um uh from youtube Traverse say trap Traverse, say uh <laughs> GOP has been attacking public education ever since desegregation. They push white Christian schools funded by tax subsidies. Yeah, separation of church and state is in their way as they march to white Christian fascism. I remember when Betsy DeVos got uh, the secretary of education early on, there was talks about like, privatizing schools and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember thinking how fucking insane that was as somebody that grew up in Clay County, Tennessee. I mean, the middle of nowhere, I just can't imagine how that could ever work in a place like that. Other than just Sunday school is just school. Now we just have to go to school yeah. at the literal church. Cause there ain't going to be no fucking private school in Clay County. Yeah. I can tell you that much.
1: It's, it's wild. Cause like, um, so, like someone made this point I was reading about the other day that like the like I mean I think everyone knows that college used to be way less expensive. Like in the 70s, yeah. public college was like a few hundred bucks a semester for classes, a little bit more for room and board or whatever, but it was very affordable. And it started getting financialized and defunded. And now public university is like fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, right? And uh it was pretty much a response. Ronald Reagan explicitly said this in the seventies that the reason we lost the Vietnam war is because of the student protest movement. So we got to get, we got to make right. college much harder to go to. So these fucking hippies won't, won't fuck up yeah. the country.
0: Can't get them dirty barefoot hippies in there anymore. Yeah. Make it expensive, make it expensive price, the hippies out. And also, you know, you know, blacks and Mexicans, them too. That also make it prohibitive uh-huh. for them, which is a big uh-huh. plus if you're a Ronald Reagan, yep. uh, acolyte. So yeah, yeah, that was really on some shit. Uh, Mm-hmm. Reagan and them Mick jet from YouTube says they're neutral about the insurrection. Yeah. yeah I can't call them terrorists. They're just people that punch cops. <laughs> That's all they were. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we're uh, we're, on, we're on the same page. We're not, we're not, we're not against punching cops in all circumstances, but uh, again, it depends on the terrorism depends on the motive. What are you doing it for? Right.
0: Right. Yes. What yeah. is the, the end, you know, the end result. Mm-hmm. If it's to overthrow a fucking government pretty sure that's some terrorist insurrection stuff the dark canuck says up here we, we got a lady who claims she's queen of canada crazy anti-vaxxer i think we covered her didn't we yeah. didn't we cover it's, her it's been a long yeah. time ago now but yeah
1: she's a philippine immigrant um uh, let me look look up her name but i but she, she she's awesome she uh she has she for a while she had a large following she didn't know about because she wasn't on the she wasn't on the uh, uh, social media platforms they were on. She's just one lady talking to a to void. Had no idea she had a half million people watching her videos. Um, her name, she, she's the one who had the followers, just like the, the, the vaccine cop we talked about earlier, going to serve Walmart for uh, pharmacists with papers. She had followers going around to different uh, uh, police stations, serving them with cease and desist orders from the Queen of Canada.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. The Queen yeah. of Canada. Yeah. Decrees. Yeah. but you must Didu- stop being cops.
1: Dadulo is her name. Queen Didulo. Uh Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, crazy people having a real moment in history, man. The years. internet makes
1: them so easy for them to find each Absolutely, other.
0: Absolutely. Yes. The internet brings them together, amplifies their voices, all that stuff. But, you know, mm-hmm. we got cat memes and stuff too. So it ain't all bad. Yeah. And this show, am I right? Uh, mm-hmm. Rose. Rose from YouTube says Tennessee tried to pass a law a few years ago letting parents form committees to approve public library books, if I recall correctly, because that would go swell. Yeah, I, that's that ain't it, Mark. Do <laughs> you it's like the whole the
1: whole the one thing they're always right about with cancel culture is are you too weak to read something you disagree with or that offends right. you? Right. So right. I read something that disagrees with me all the time. Like I read Lolita, you know what I didn't do? Move to Cryptoland. <laughs> right. So like it's like you don't like these guys are they're fucking insane. It's No, that's like, the
0: thing. We're the like the snowflakes and everything, but they are the most overly sensitive people on planet Earth. And yeah, they can't they're they just canceling every they're canceling all of black authordom right now. Just because yeah. they can't they're too fragile to be told the fucking truth. Ugh, Aaron McCullough. It's not even about.
1: Before you go get ahead. to that, because I feel like we're going to want you're going to have a rant uh, that'll probably go through the end of the show about this. So it's going to be good. Uh, so <laughs> the the like these people also have never talked. They they're not talked to kids, the teachers, but they also haven't talked to kids because the idea that a kid is going to agree with the last thing he read. Kids rebel against literally everything you put in front of them. If you want a kid to be conservative, make him read a bunch of liberal books, mm. right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I mean that it, you know, it definitely. I thought the whole idea was exposing kids to any number of differing philosophies and and ways of thought and life experiences and ideas and letting them fucking work it out. You know, with your guidance. I thought that was supposed to be the whole deal, but apparently not. It's just fucking. Christian lit until you graduate right. and then you get Frank. married, and yeah, <laughs> and that's it.
1: And then you don't know how to fuck, and you're both miserable. So I I have read both Unabomber's Manifesto and the Satanic Bible, and I only agree with about 70% of both. So I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Aaron McCullough from Facebook says, how about Georgia knocking Alabama off its high horse? Yeah. I texted our group thread last night. I said, today is a great day for not Alabama and therefore the world. And of course I mean that in football terms. If you don't, if you're from anywhere but Alabama and you care even a, modicum about college football, then I feel like you're thrilled today. Sorry, Alabama. Actually, I'm not sorry, Alabama. You've won fucking, what, six or seven now? You'll be all right without the seventh or eighth or whatever the hell it is. And they'll be right back there last year, too. But for now, they lost, and it was sweet, and fuck them. And Corey Forster, who's from Georgia and a big dogs fan, was here at my house watching it, and he about damn cried, lost his mind, got drunker than hell, screaming all over the place. And it was, uh, you know, it was very sweet. But-
1: I would have cried if I was a Georgia fan. I, I cried last week watching my favorite basketball player get his jersey retired. Um, so, I, but like, here's the thing about to Bama fans, like, you're the Death Star, right? Yes. And the upside of being the Death Star is you win most fights you're in. Yeah. The downside of being the dust star is when you get blown up, we're all, all, the, all the rest of us are all ewoks dancing around. Yeah. So it's absolutely. Like, that's,
0: what it is. <laughs> that's right. Justin Goldberg says Cho must be over the moon. Yeah, no, he really was. He was thrilled. And he was saying, he was saying during the game, he was like, he's like just once in my life, man. He's like, you he's he's like, you're a Tennessee fan, and even you, even you have experienced it in your lifetime, you know, and you guys are terrible. He wasn't being that mean about it, even though it was true. But I was twelve. Yeah. When Tennessee won, and that's it's it's cool as a kid too. Me and my buddies, we were fucking thrilled, but you know, it's on. A, we couldn't get drunk, Mark. Is what I'm saying. We were twelve, you know, couldn't get hammered. We're not from yeah. Philadelphia. We're not going to get drunk <laughs> at twelve. Uh, I don't know why I picked Philadelphia. It just yeah. it just seemed right. I bet they get drunk early in Philly. Uh, the- do you think uh, Do you think
1: if the deal was with Corey, Corey if you graduate from the University of North Georgia, you can have a college. So if you have to go to college and graduate, then you get a title. Would he have done it?
0: Oh, he would tell you that he would love to. Corey to this day says that he will one day graduate from the University of Georgia in Athens. Okay. And, when right. he t- and I told him when he first told me that I, I kind of, I like snicker because I thought he was doing a thing. <laughs> And I I thought he was fucking around. And then I was like, I was like, oh man, I feel bad. I feel like, uh, you remember in Cool Runnings when Yule Brenner told Sanka Coffee he was going to live in Buckingham Palace one day? (laughs) And he laughed at him. (laughs) I was like, that's how I feel right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> so he was saying that like actually he's kind of shifted now to saying that one day Georgia will obviously give him an honorary degree for hitting okay. so hard. So yeah. that's that's more where he's headed now. But either way, he's on one. Uh Michael Waldrip says, "I'm a Georgia native and lifelong fan. I cried last night. I remember the last time we won back in 1980." Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad it's somebody else. That's all I'm saying. Uh, especially well, Alabama, but also just It ain't Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson, and that Mm -hmm. also, you know, like it's just the same damn teams every year. And now Georgia will be one of them, but they had to get one first, and now they have. So,
1: well, you uh, you and I are uh, sports happiness rules. Sports hurts hurts far more than it should. And NFL playoffs just started. You're a Raiders and Titans fan, and I'm a Cowboys fan, so we got a lot of pain coming. You have, oh, nothing, you have to feel it pain, twice. Nothing but pain, baby. Yeah.
0: As far as the Raiders go, I'm just glad, dude. After the fucking coach got fired for racism, and the number one ride receiver uh, killed a lady while drunk, horrifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just them making it. Everything's gravy now. But the Titans, they should, they should. I mean i expect them to win it all mark that's my expectation i don't know why and all of all of tennessee sports history would suggest otherwise but you know we will see what happens uh okay so get your money now
1: folks trade got trade's lock lock of the week
0: (laughs) yeah mark will tell should be the first to tell you that i am perhaps the worst sports better on planet earth i've uh I used to send them my bets and and I don't put a lot of money on it. I just do it for fun, you know, nickel and dime and that shit. But I'd send them my bets every week and be like, "All right, if you want to do the opposite of this, go ahead." And they wouldn't. But if y'all would have, you'd have made a shitload of money last year. That's all I'm saying. Doing <laughs> you never go broke betting the opposite of what I think. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Thank you all again for being here. If you want a Weekly Skews shirt, you can go to weeklyskews.com. You go to wellreadcomedy.com for uh, tickets. You want to see us live as long as you're vaccinated, all that good stuff. Like, subscribe, tell your mama them, you know, and uh, come back next week. And we'll be right here waiting. Say you love, you bye.
3: You.